Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Prophetic Sound Broadcast. This is your host, Nathan Alexander Hogan, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia, on this beautiful Saturday night, April the 25th, 2020. Tonight we're going to talk about having godly provision. Having godly provision. While I was meditating on this episode on tonight, a few verses of scripture pondered to ponder with me and my spirit coming from 3 John verses 2 through 5 and this one verse sticks out with me and it's a familiar passage of scripture i'm sure you all know what it is i and it says that beloved in in, in verse 2 in third john beloved i wish above all things that you prosper and that your soul prosper and be in good health and for for your reading pleasure to uh, whenever you have time focus in on third john verses 2 through 5 but tonight we're going to key in on verse 2 and god god tells us that he he wants us to prosper and be in good health not just physically but emotionally mentally spiritually financially and so, what what does it mean to have godly provision? Of course, having godly provision means to be a steward over what God has provided you with. Now, if God has blessed you with money, it's not the will of God to spend your money unwisely on foolish thing of a foolish lucre but it's in the will of God to be a good steward of what he has blessed you with or he may have given you provision to speak an encouraging word to somebody that they're gonna make it in whatever situation that they are in or if they're faced with life's decisions every now and then they need you to provide some encouragement or if you you some of you may be sick and afflicted and having some kind of ailment in your body and you tried all these other remedies and, and it seems that it may either not work or it may work for a little bit and then you write back hurting. But with God's provision, with godly provision, not only God can heal you supernaturally, but he can heal you through the wisdom of, of medicine. And sometimes doctors, I don't know why they do this sometimes, but doctors seem to to give you too much medicine. And I'm talking about milligrams wise. And sometimes the medicine does not agree with your system. And sometimes it can backfire. But what I found out is through the 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 rawness of God since God is Jehovah Rapha is that there is no backfiring when he lay hands on you and heal your body there is no backfiring or or or, or too much dosage when it comes down to the heavenly medication y'all ain't hearing what I'm talking I am not trying to get too happy tonight but when God prescribes you with with spiritual medicine. I guarantee you that you will never get sick again. You'll never hurt again. 
when you and I have godly provision. Now, there, there, are, there, are, there are many people in the Bible that have had some kind of experience or had some kind of encountering through having the provision of God. And some of them have experienced that provision to the detriment of hanging on for their life. And you may ask, who, who are you talking about, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked. Job, he, he was a, a, a perfect candidate to find out what God's or finding out for what having God, godly provision is for example when when Satan when God and Satan was having a conversation and and and, and God asked Satan what you doing he said well I'm roaming the earth see the I'm looking to and fro see to to to, to see who I may devour and and God asked Satan have you considered my servant Job and, and, and God read Satan his resume. You know, he saw Satan saw in the resume that he was an upright man and and he was a good man and 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 and, and he 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 was a do right man and, and if you will and, and he abided by the law and and took care of his family and took care of his animals and and, and 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 his mind was in the right place and his heart was in the right place. The man had it going on, had all the 401k and 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 and, and, and checking and savings account was full and and, and, and drive drove the, 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 the newest and cleanest vehicle that was around and 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 and, and he had a, a, a mansion up at Buckhead and and, and for those of you that's not from Atlanta, Buckhead is is a is a is a is a, is a most ex, is a very expensive part of town in Atlanta, and it's, and it's on the north end of Atlanta, and and it's surrounded by by expensive houses and mansions, and, and Job had it all together, and and God told Satan, I don't care what you do. You you can bring him you can bring him down to his knees, but one thing you cannot do. You cannot take his take his soul. And Satan said, "Okay." And so, little by little, Job was being tested. His faith was tested, and all of a sudden. Job lost everything. He lost his house, lost his car, lost his, his, his children, lost his animals. It got so bad in Job's life until not only his wife told him that, that God you serve and you might as well denounce him and die. And to make matters even worse, his his three friends told him, "You look foolish serving that God that you talk about and what you brag about." But nevertheless, he 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 held on to that godly provision. Did he ever think about throwing in the towel like you and I? Yes, he did. Did he ever contemplate on turning his back on God and denouncing God? I'm sure he have. But one thing that Job had to maintain that godly provision, he had, he had faith. He had hope. Because when life happened to him, one thing he said, if you read the book of Job, halfway towards the end, the, the end of that story, he went on and said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. 
And brothers and sisters, we've all at some point in our lives, we've all had that Job experience. We've all, to some form or fashion, lost some things or most things or many things. And to some people, everything to the point where we had to go back down to ground zero in our own lives and rebuild and reconstruct our lives again. But how many of y'all know that in spite of what you go through, God still provides? But oh, I, oh, I can testify in my own life. You know, um, I lost my my parents, as most of you know. I lost my mom the day after my birthday, November the twelfth, two thousand nine. I lost her to lung cancer, small cell lung cancer, to be exact. She was fifty three years old when she died. Uh, let's, and two years later, I lost my father. You know, um, my father died of of various illnesses that he had. And four months later, to make matters even worse, my ex-fiance passed away in her sleep. I was the very last person to ever see her and to talk to her over the phone. But what many of you don't know was I was still, I was so distraught over my parents' loss that I didn't even... I, I, over my mom's loss um, out of all three that I did not even go to my own father or my ex-fiance's funeral. I was that distraught. And, and, and the night of, of her funeral, my ex-fiance's funeral, I made an attempt to commit suicide by overdosing myself. Yes, this is, this is a true story. I did. Now, I'm a young preacher at the time. I was 25. When when I you know did when I made that foolish decision, I ain't shame. I'm not ashamed. I am not ashamed. But I found out that in that in spite of what I lost, that God still provided. God is still even right now. Mother and father, all three of them are gone. Even right today, God is still providing. I want to encourage somebody on, on tonight that even we are going through this corona thing right now. And, and some of you have lost loved ones due to corona. Some of you have lost husbands and wives, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, co-workers, you name it. Some of you lost, lost your pastor through coronas, but I want to encourage you that that in spite of all this, God is still providing. God is still moving. God still got you because you're still here, huh? The blood that that you, that, that you painted on that on the doorposts. That, that God allowed you to paint on your doorpost. That's a testimony when it, by itself that you and I are still here because of God's unmerited grace and his unmerited favor. Because we have. We have that. Not only that we have, but we have the, the, the ultimate access to have godly provision. Now, when Jesus moved upon uh, throughout his his three year ministry, God God even demonstrated in, in other in other people's lives that they too could have godly provision. Even for example, the three Hebrew boys that was thrown in lines then when when when. When, when, when they were thrown in there, they didn't know how they was going to get out. The lion didn't eat them. Look, look at Jesus feeding the 5,000. That's godly provision. On and on and on. Even when Jesus went to, to, the, to that Jewish wedding. And he turned water into wine. And they didn't even know how they was going to. 
excuse me, they didn't even know how they was even going to get the wine. And even though, and some some of y'all don't even know this, what, what I'm about to say, but but it's in the Bible. Even though Jesus' mother was 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 reprimanded because she was worrying worrying Jesus about where, where the wine was coming from, Jesus said said, "Woman, stop worrying. I got this." And lo and behold, Jesus took that pot. He told he told them to to to, to get that pot. And, and fill it up with water and he did his thing they had wine for their wedding I'm here to tell somebody that God can take your, your situation right now and provide you with something big and I declare that before 2020 is out that God will do something big in your life to astonish your, your mind and astonish your spirit and to astonish your heart. And I really sense right now that some of you have been doubtful lately about what God is going to do in your life. That's okay. God is a doubt killer. Because when you have godly provision, God can, can, can make way. To, to get into your situation and provide what you need. Not just what you want, but what you need. If you're upright with him. If you're upright with him, God can make the impossible possible. I heard somebody say If you're upright with him, he can make a way out of no way. If you're upright with him, he can open doors that no man can close. If you're upright with him, he can close doors that nobody can open. When we have godly provision. Well, what what does what does what does what does, what, what, what does having godly provision? How, how does it how does it benefit our walk with, with Christ? You may ask. Having godly provision, it will benefit our walk with Him by strengthening our faith. Uh, having 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 godly provision, it can cause us to see things clearly. Hallelujah. Oh, what you what you couldn't see in the past and what you refuse to see in the past. God can open your eyes up. God can open your, your, your spiritual eyes up. And better yet, God can give you spiritual vision. He can renew and he can restore your vision. Hallelujah. Also, we can have godly provision by eating on his word and meditating on his word. When we grow in, in the word of God and when we hide his word, then it can cause us to mature in him more and more. It causes him to grant us spiritual maturity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you and I, when when we are a part of Him, it causes us to worship Him deeper than times past. Having godly provision can even clear your mind when your mind is clogged with the things of the world. And that's why Jesus went down to Bethany to see, to, to, to see Lazarus. He, 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 was, he had provision. Even when he went to see his friends, Along with Lazarus, he had a moment to just chill out. And, and, and Lazarus 
was sick and dying. And they was worrying about how Lazarus was going to make it. But after Jesus rested in Bethany, and when he went up to Lazarus' grave and told Lazarus to come forth, God provided him new life. How many of y'all glad that when you're in a dead situation, God can walk up to you and, and tell you to come forth? Uh, how many of y'all know that, that when, when it seems like all hope is gone and all hope is lost, God can breathe upon you new life on something that you thought was dead. When we have godly provision. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and 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 you may be and you may know somebody that that that's lost and and don't know Jesus. But let me tell you what godly provision would do for them along along with with you. When you have godly provision, God can provide the door to be open for you to witness to that person to bring them on to Jesus and let Jesus get up in them and let Jesus clean them up from the inside out. So, so, it's, so he can save them and sanctify them and fill them with the Holy Ghost when you have godly provision. Oh, I like that. I like it. I like it. I like it because, because having godly provision is the stamp of approval that no matter what goes on in life, no matter what goes on in my life, no matter what goes on in your life, God is still providing God is, is still going. That's present tense. Hallelujah. God is still going to provide. And here's the assurance right here. Not only God shall provide. God will provide. Y'all all feel like preaching tonight. But the, but the foundation to that is simply saying, yes, Lord. Huh? That cannot happen until you and I give God our yes. Because when you and I give him our yes, that opens the door. Ah, hallelujah. That's the key code to walk into the blessings of God. That's the key code of walking towards the room of opportunity. That's the key code of walking to the, to, to the supernatural abundance of God. Oh, I feel good tonight. Huh? How many of y'all want, want supernatural abundance this year? Huh? How many of y'all want abundance this year? Huh? Do you want God to just shower you not only with blessings this year, but with supernatural abundance? I'm not just talking about monetarily. I'm not talking about these worldly things. I'm talking about in the spirit. Huh? And even though we 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 we're almost in at a, at a brand new month, and, and and even though we're coming to a close almost to the second part of 2020, huh? I'm glad that we still got time to rebuild and re rejuvenate and reconnect and reposition ourselves when you and I have godly provision. I'm not going to be long tonight, but I'm glad that in spite of all I went through, God is still providing. Huh? I, I, I have an ACL injury. Huh? I can't, I can't do certain things like I used to for right now. But I'm glad to say that I'm still walking. Huh? I know the provider. Huh? I got laid off last uh, last month, but but look at God, He's still providing for me. My needs still being met. Glory to God. I still in my right mind. I still can go where I want to go. I still can move where I want to move. I still can can walk can 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 walk on my two on on, on two legs and and whatnot. I still can function as a normal human being. But better yet, I still. Can raise my hand and raise my voice and tell God thank you. Out of all that that I've been through. 
knowing that I should have been dead years ago. Oh, I should have been in a mental institution after my parents died. I'm still here to tell it on the break of turning 35 late on this year. And most of my friends that I grew up with, they dead and gone or in prison right now or on the streets being doped up. I'm glad that, I'm, that not only I'm a free man in the natural that never had a criminal record, but I'm free in Jesus. Because I heard the Bible say that he whom the Son sets free, not shall be, not will be, but is free indeed. When, when you and I have godly provision. Do you need godly provision in some way in your life? Some of you right now are hanging on by a thread. And I want to encourage you that do not let this coronavirus deter you from what God getting ready to do in your life. And, and, and with Job, I'm still on Job right now because this ties into the message. And, and, and after Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him? After, after Job repented, God restored, not only restored him, but gave him double. Lord have mercy. God, God gave him double. God gave him greater than what he had in the, in, 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 in the past. Some of you right now have, have lost things, but God is but God wants to give you double. I'm not talking about I'm again, I'm not talking about just 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 blessings. See, this is where we get happy about. We, we, we shout upon the blessings, the house, the car, the money, but we don't shout off a, a new lease on life. We, we, we don't shout on, on, on the fact that I can still smile. We don't, we don't shout because I've been sad and, and, and God gave me a new lease on happiness. God can God ha, has turned a frown into a, a, a smile. He turned a grin into a smile. We don't shout on that part. And then and then also with Jesus. Jesus himself had godly provision. Not only with the miracles that he's done. Not only with the words that he spoke. That came to pass. But. When, when he died. And shed his blood. People thought that was over. When they beat him and whipped him. And he went from one court hall to the other court hall. And they placed. And, and, and they nailed him to a cross. They nailed his hand and, and, and riveted his feet and pierced him in the side. People mocked him. Hush, hallelujah. People, 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 people not only laughed at him, people, people mocked him. And when, when he was beaten with a cat of nine tails, and when they got him out, off the cross, and when he died, when he hung there from the sixth to the ninth hour, and when they took him down in that cross, and when they put him in that tomb, they thought that, that, that it was over. When, when, they, when, when Jesus said that it was finished, they, they thought that was the end. But let me tell you what having godly provision will do. But what they, but, 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 but what they slept on was Sunday morning. Hallelujah. They slept on Sunday morning because when Sunday morning came, he got up with all power. And, and God got up with greater because he, the, the last thing 
One of the last things Jesus, Jesus did before he ascended to heaven, he appeared unto Down Thomas. And Thomas couldn't even believe what he saw. And when God told Thomas to touch me, touch, touch my prince, look at my hands, look at my feet. That right there alone not only persuade down Thomas, but he bowed down at the feet of Jesus and said, My Lord and my God. Even down Dowden Thomas saw that he had godly provision. And he want to do the same thing to you. He wants to give you and I godly provision. And I believe that if you just simply say yes, he'll take care of it. If you yield to the voice of God, He'll give you greater than what you had in your life. Some of you right now is on the brink of giving up. But I want to tell you that not only I've been there. But just like he restored me. God wants to restore you. God, for some, there may be somebody out there in the listening audience. You may be faced with opposition of some sort. God wants to be your ultimate provider. He, he thank you, thank you, Holy Ghost. He want to be your life. I heard, I just heard him say he want to be your lifetime provider. Not only your ultimate provider, but your lifetime, my lifetime, our lifetime provider. He said in the word, if, you, if, you, if your words will abide in me, my words abide in you, you can ask what you will. He even goes on to say in, in, in his word that ask and you shall receive. You have not because you ask not. Money can provide for you. Money can pay your bills. Money can do. Money can money, 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 money. Money can only do so much. You can be the richest person out there, but have no provider. Because what? Because right now we we move we're moving closer and closer towards the new world order. What if what if the, 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 the value of a dollar is already dying already? What if everything goes digital? What what if what if what if the digital dollar went into effect to, tomorrow? And the and, and tonight would be the last time you'll ever use a paper dollar. And then you you have the choice of even of either taking the taking the mark. Or, or having your head chopped off. What, what you going to do? Because we're seriously in a dangerous time right now. Trump can't provide for you. Obama couldn't provide for you. None of these other world, world leaders. And, and, and oh, Not only in this country. Not only the leaders in this country. Or in, or in, or in our cities. But all these world, these world leaders. They, they can't provide for you. There's only one that can provide for you. There's only one that could that could provide for me. It's not Krishna. It's not Buddha. It's not Allah. It's not Confucius. His name is Jesus. His name is Yeshua Hamashiach. Jesus the Christ, the anointed one. Good God Almighty. 
And if you put your trust in him, your full trust in him, I guarantee you that he'll never let you down. He'll never let you down. He'll never. Somebody, somebody shout never. He'll never let you down. When you put your whole faith, uh, when you put your whole trust in him, the one that sits high and looks low. I believe God got a plan for us. Because I believe his word, his promises, not only his word, but his promises are yea and amen. I believe that I, and, I've, and I've experienced that. Even, even times of frustration, his promises are still yea and amen. You may have, you may be on your last ounce of hope. I know that he's going to make a way. I know his promises are still yea and amen. Just simply hold on. The hymn writer said, Be not dismayed, whatever be tied. God will take care of you. That's what I heard the hymn writer say. That, that's, what, that's what the psalm poet said. Be not dismayed, whatever be tied. God will, not your money. God will, not your bank account. God will, not your, not your pension, not your 401k. God will take care of you. And when he takes care of you, then you and I would truly have experienced having godly. Provision. There may be somebody out there tonight that's not saved. Before I pray, you may not be saved and you may not know Jesus from the free pardon of your sin. Romans 10 and 9 says, If thou wilt confess with thy mouth, and believe in thy heart that Jesus rose from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. John 3, 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and whosoever believe in him, in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17 says, For God sent not his Son to condemn the world, so that the world through him might be saved. And then Jesus goes on to say. That the day you hear my voice. Harden not your heart. He even goes on to say in Revelation. That behold I stand at the door. And knock. One of the ways that, that we can experience God's. Godly provision. Is that simply. Opening yourself up so that Jesus may come in. Open your heart to Jesus tonight. If you open your heart to Jesus, if you open your mind to Jesus, and if you open your spirit up to Jesus, he'll provide you brand new life. Mm-hmm. And, and not only... That he'll provide you brand new life. But but the word says that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said that I come. That you might have life. And have it more abundantly. If that's you tonight. Simply repeat after me. Say, oh God. I come to you just as I am. A sinner need of a savior. Come into my heart. Coming to my mind, coming to my spirit. I resist Satan. I resist this world. Lord, I confess 
that you are my Savior. You are my Lord. I will live for you as you show me how. And Lord, I thank you that by confessing you with my mouth and with my heart and with my spirit, I can boldly declare that I am saved. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross so that I may have eternal life. So that I may have godly provision. I can boldly declare without a doubt that I am saved. Satan, I no longer belong to you. Get out of my life. Get out of my mind. Get out of my spirit. For I belong to Jesus and Jesus only. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for overshadowing me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for empowering me so I can walk, talk, and move God's way. Thank you. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for being my Savior and my Lord. Amen. Amen. If you repeated that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. I guarantee you that you will not regret it. Becoming a child of God is the best decision that you can ever make. And the angels are up there rejoicing because a soul has came home. And for the rest of you that are saved, I'm going to pray for you right now. And those of you that are listening, you may be going through something. You may be in need of, of a touch from God. You may be in need for God to anoint you with the power of the Holy Ghost. You may need God to to bless you with finances. Bow with me for a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. That you that you have allowed us to discover what it is to have godly provision. You are the one. That not only raises the standard for us to experience godly provision. But you are the ultimate sustainer. You are our lifetime provider. And for that we say thank you. God I pray in the name of Jesus. That you touch right now. I pray that you touch somebody that is listening under the sound of my voice. That you will lay your hands on them. God, somebody out there needs a touch from you. God, I pray that not only you touch them. Ha, 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 ha. But you blow a fresh wind of them. That you blow a fresh wind of the spirit on them. Somebody, somebody, somebody's mind is troubled on tonight. Pray that you blow a fresh wind of shalom, of peace that surpasses all understanding among them. This very night, this very moment. Pray for somebody. Whose child has gone astray. Pray that they be they, that they have a, a that that child has a prodigal son experience and come back home. 
come back into the arms of a loving parent or loving parents. Thank you, God. God, for somebody that's sick on tonight. Oh, I pray that you heal. Oh, Pray that you heal him and touch him from the crown of the head to the souls. Oh, shalabaka of their feet tonight. Right now, God. <laughs> <laughs> heal right now heal God heal that heart condition heal that heart palpitation God heal right now God heal that arthritis heal those that may have coronavirus symptoms God you said in your word and revelation that the sickness is not under death. It's not under death, God. It's not unto death. Pray you be a healer in their lives. Somebody that needs a job right now, God, you be there. You be that their their Jehovah Jireh. You be that Jehovah Shammah. You be that is God, you be the God that is there to provide whatever there is, wherever it is that they need and believing for. And Lord, I pray for our fellow leaders. Pray for those in the body of Christ. I pray for the government, the United States of America, the White House. God, I. <laughs> God, I lift up Donald Trump. God, I pray that you will heal him from his arrogance. I pray that you will give him new sight. Pray you give him a new mind. Pray you give him a new heart. Pray you give him a new spirit. Save him, God. Touch him, God. Deliver him, God. Fill him with the Holy Ghost, God. Do it. Every last one of them up there, every senator, every congressman, every congresswoman, Democrat or Republican, Liberal or conservative. Heal them God. Pray for deliverance. In the White House. Deliver right now. Deliver. Save them God. Loose them. Loose them God. Loose. Loose them. Loose them right now. In the name of Jesus. God we thank you. That when it's all said and done. We're going to continue to praise your name. We're going to continue to look to the hills. That which come of our help. For we know. That a lot of our help. Comes from you. And you alone. When the government fails, we still going to look to you. When this nation crumble and fall, we still going to look unto you. Thank you now. We bless you. We honor you. We praise you. We exalt you. We glorify you. And we extol you. And for all you do, we give you praise. We give you glory. Hallelujah. Give you honor.
give you thanks right now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you. God keep you. May heaven smile wonderfully upon you. Is my prayer. If you desire to give and to support this ministry, you can go to pay to either PayPal or you can go to my Cash App. My email for PayPal is n hogan zero one six at gmail.com my cash app is dollar sign Nathan A. Hogan capital N Nathan A. Hogan however the spirit leads you to give that's fine I love you all continue to support this new podcast is a new thing that God is doing. I'm grateful for expanding us. And I look forward to sharing the word of God with you on the next time. Again, this is Nathan Alexander Hogan. I enjoyed you all tonight. God bless you, God keep you, and may heaven smile wonderfully upon you is my prayer. Take care. Good night. Good afternoon. This is yours truly, Nathan Alexander Hogan. Next Saturday, May the 16th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I have a guest that's coming all the way from Michigan for the first time on the Prophetic Sound broadcast. His name is Pastor Stephen Gibson, Sr. And he is the pastor of Perfecting Faith International Ministries. For the next two weeks, we're gonna talk about spiritual immaturity and spiritual maturity. Next Saturday, we're going to focus and key in on spiritual immaturity in the church. I want you to grab a friend and grab a neighbor and tell them that it's going down on the Prophetic Sound broadcast next Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. You can join us by downloading the Spotify or the Anchor app either the Spotify or the Anchor app. You don't want to miss this. Join us next Saturday, May the 16th at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Prophetic Sound broadcast. Look forward to hearing and seeing you. God bless you. Take care.